Welcome to another episode of the Go Global podcast. As the world is battling the COVID-19 pandemic, frontline healthcare workers are amongst the most vulnerable groups at risk. Today, we have with us one such person who also happens to be the national head of marketing at Isaac in New Zealand. Welcome Dr. Ines. Thank you for being here with us. Hello, thank you so much for your uh, invitation. So, I'm here to uh, give you my uh, point of view as a doctor and also as an ISR uh, for your podcast. Okay, thank you. So we will get started with the first question. How did you feel at the beginning of the pandemic as someone practicing medicine? What were your thoughts on the virus? Well, honestly, it's not easy from my side. Uh, being, being a doctor, and know how is the process, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, we didn't know how to manage that, the, the infection process and obviously the treatment. Uh, I came from a country is Venezuela, you know, it's Latin America, it's not a developing country. So obviously it, we have a lot of responsibility, especially as educating people right now. So even in that place, in my country, uh, we don't have the vaccination process really good we need to manage with your with our hand. So we try to educate the people to take themselves, the, to take their responsibility. And also we need to be aware of the economic process because we cannot tell you, you don't need to go out to avoid the infection, but we know they need to work. So obviously for us, it's a kind of difficult sometimes, but we try to manage. So right now we have a different process in terms of guidelines and this stuff. So we are using that to, to have a better progress of the, in the, of the DC, okay, as a company. Okay. So what, according to you, is the current need of the hour? Not only in like, um, say, Canada or New Zealand, but then, you know, all over the globe, what is the one common thing that people need right now or need to understand about the pandemic? Well, great question. Um, basically, uh, it's, a, it's a whole process. At the beginning, we didn't know what happened. And right now, we know how we can manage, especially with the prevention, like uh, using the mask, uh, the, the social distances, and etc. But right now, I think the most important thing is like uh, uh, every people supposed to know the vaccination is the best option, like uh, to, to, to have a normal life soon. Why? Because we know, uh, we know the, vac the, the vaccine was, creating, was created really fast. Um, we know the process take a lot of things, but it not, but don't have the last studies. You know, normally for, for have an option to sell any medicine, need to have a procedure for around five or maybe 10 years, but with the vaccination was really fast because we are, we are in a really urgency moment. And people need to know that is the, is the best option right now to avoid infection, to avoid the, the, the deed, especially the, 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 the chronic, the chronic uh, situation with the COVID. So yeah, try to figure out how to be vaccinated in your countries. And even if there is that not possible right now, try to uh, take the measures, you know, to, to, be in, to avoid to be infection, infected, okay? So. Right. 
so much for that information. Uh, talking about, you know, getting vaccinations and how so many countries are facing various, you know, problems like the not so highly developed countries are facing lots of difficulties in sourcing the vaccines and people are getting very stressed out emotionally, not just about the vaccine, but generally too. So it is said when the going gets tough, the tough gets going. In these tough times, what glimmer of hope would you like people to focus on? Well, my advice from young people is living in not a developing country is to, you know, be aware of the avoid infection, but try to educate the communities what is the procedure to avoid that, like uh, using this mask, uh, the social distance, avoid the, especially the meeting from more than 10 people, 20 people, because it's, it's worse if we do it. So we can have it, the social uh, social life, but with the measure, right? So, and also uh, I think if you have the possibility, for example, to if your country are starting right now the process of vaccination, try to, uh, prioritize who is the best person to go because something happened for example uh, we start with the older people first the healthcare first the priority people first but young people want to you know hey why they need to be first because i want to have it right so in this case we need to motivate the 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 motivate the your or parent to get vaccination to avoid the, the disease and try to inform that so that's the best option from my side, my best suggestion from my side. So, uh... Thank you. That was very insightful. Uh, you have worked as a rural doctor, and that can get very emotional. In addition to the medical work needed to be done, what was one of the things you learned from that part of your life? Something that had a great impact on you? Well, well I worked for an... Um from IOM, International Organization Migrant, as a coordinator, as a medical coordinator. Um, my, my, basically, my responsibility was uh, coordinate the oldest staff to, to provide uh, healthcare to a really vulnerable uh, places in my country, in Venezuela, and also are places with a lot of uh, violence um, problems there. So the most... Uh, the, the thing most beautiful to doing this kind of job, especially from my side, is being aware of the situation, how to uh, manage people with a different background to support each other. And also uh, the communication process with each, with, with, with the community leader, because sometimes they don't have the access or the option to go to the to the hospital or to go to a clinical because maybe they don't have money because they are living in a really hard situation by violence say they can go out so some sometimes i was working with people say only thank you to came here and listing my problems and other people was like a hey uh Thank you so much to providing us a healthcare in a in a, this really uh, remotely place in a in a this small house. So we just try to do our best, but also we need to make uh, sure that the following process for that for that people and from that community. And I encourage every young people to have this experience with United Nations if they want to be aware of the community and providing your support the most as you can. It's not necessary to have in a, you know, 
uh, professional experience, for example, as a doctor, you can work with them in another option. I was working with young people, was studying uh, engineer, working with young people, was uh, not engineer, but, but have a knowledge in terms of computers, the programming, the data analysis is so important to us to, to give in that. And also marketing side, because we can do more impact or we can do more impact if we, we work in collaboration with another NGO. So for example, something that consumed a lot of time from my side was having meetings with the government and with another NGOs to, having, uh, to have materials to support the people and also the education process because most of them have a, are, most of my, the kids especially have, are in the, have a disnutrition problem. So providing the first step of, uh, to the mom, and obviously the second process, the most important, like uh, the education and follow-up, what is the treatment, is super important to them. So this process of follow-up is hard, but it's not impossible. But yes, we need to manage all that action step to them. So yes, there's a lot of journey, but <laughs> I'll try to explain it in my best way possible. Listening to your story was absolutely heartwarming because I'm a very emotional person, certain medical scenes, whether it's movies or TV series. I mean, I cry watching that only. So going through this in like real life, it's a whole different level. And I thank you on everyone's behalf because you've done such great work. And another thing you were talking about, people management. I guess that is there in all aspects of your life in any profession, whether it's a profession like medicine or whether it's any volunteering work. And you are the national coordinator of marketing and PR in Isaac in New Zealand. So could you say some of the people management skills you learned as a doctor have also been employed in Isaac, especially during these different times when everything has been transformed to online operations? Wow, great question. Well, a lot of people say, hey, why are you working in a, a, um, as volunteer in an organization like Isaac? Uh, in the part of marketing. So something that I learned from my job is like the collaboration is important, but also the most important thing is how you communicate the activities you are doing. So I'm so passionate about communication and especially marketing and PR is part of that. So obviously the people management is important because you never know how to do your strategy. You need people to execute that strategy. But the most important thing from your side, and you will learn in ISX2, is having a direction and follow up that direction to achieve your goal. So yes, it's not impossible, but it's, it's a great journey in terms of uh, the learning process because it's a learning by doing process. And it's so grateful to see another young people collaborate and promoting ISX to make an impact to the world. Well, we will work hard to live up to what you just said. Yes, we aim to make this world a better place. And thank you for being a part of that wish. So lastly, I would just like to ask how you keep yourself going. How do you ensure that your motivation doesn't run out? What do you do to tell yourself it's going to be okay? Today was tough, but then tomorrow is a new day. And how do you get going? Okay, that's a great question. You know, uh, I believe each young people have their dream job. Uh, one of my dream jobs before joining to ISEC and before studying medicine is working to doctor without water. So obviously this is my high, <laughs> my, my milestone. So the, the process to be, to, to have that job 
is having an NGO experience as volunteer. For that reason, I joined Wyosec. Learning and right now a different language. I'm learning right now French. I, I know how to speak uh, English, or oh, well, <laughs> and I speak Spanish. So the motivation came from my side. All, all the times I say, your motivation is inside, and you need to find them because you never know what is your gas to moving on, right? So in my case, my, my highest goal is working in Doctor Without Water, and I'm learning, uh, and I'm trying to find the, the skills to be in there. And one of those skills uh, is with ISEC, especially the, the people management, the project execution, and obviously with another NGO as a doctor that provides me the support in terms of the system and this kind of stuff. So yeah, that is my internal motivation. I, I encourage every people to find your own motivation. It's not necessary to, you know, to say, hey, I'm working, for example, <laughs> I'm studying, uh, I'm studying, I don't know, engineers, and, and I cannot be participate in an NGO. Maybe, maybe if you know very well what do you want in your life, especially your dream job, you can use all the skills in that process to implement in your dream job. So yes. Try to find your motivation by your dream job and just do it. <laughs> right. So basically, let us not be the ones to put the limitations on our own mind. If we want to do it, we can do it. Yes. Uh, you know, the, the best power is if you want to do it, you can do it. It's from yourself. Like a night, just do it. <laughs> just that. Okay. So just find the inner motivation. That's really nice. I mean, uh, I generally like ask people what motivates and drives them. But then I like how you just said it's just within you. That's a new answer I got. And it was interesting to listen to. So thank you very much. With that, we come to an end of this episode. And we thank you so much for the amazing work you've been doing. Your answers, they were very different. And also, thank you for giving us like a more deeper insight into this pandemic and how there are various countries out there still suffering but like you said we'll all get through this together and we'll see a brighter day yeah i thank wish you, you so much all the best with your journey as a doctor and i hope you stay healthy 